Hello and welcome back to Global Value. In today's video, we are going to be performing a fundamental stock analysis of Denaus Corporation, ticker symbol DAC. So currently, Denaus Corporation is trading for $70.90 per share. Year to date, their stock price is down 5%. Over the past year, they're down 7.6%. Going back three years, however, they're recovering from nearly their all-time lows. They are up nearly a 10x over this time frame. They've returned a compounded annual return of 117% each year, which is just ridiculous. Over 10 years, we can see that their returns come back down to earth. They're compounding at a rate of 3% each year. And again, they were hitting all-time lows during the global pandemic in 2020, and they've rebounded extremely sharply since then. Since they were publicly listed right around the time of the global financial crisis, so bad timing there, their stock price is still, even with this recent run-up, down 74% overall. So at one point, they hit a high of nearly $500 per share, and now they're at $71 per share. So this just goes to show you that no matter what business you're investing in, there is a price that is just too high and has too much enthusiasm priced into it for any business. So Denaus is currently trading between their 52-week low and their 52-week high. They're about $15 over their 52-week low, so they're a little closer to that. Currently, about 4% of the company's shares outstanding are sold short, and the business has nearly a $1.5 billion US dollar market cap. Denaus Corporation is an international owner of container ships. It provides international seaborne transportation services by operating vessels in the container ship sector of the shipping industry. The company offers seaborne transportation services such as chartering its vessels to liner companies. As of February of this year, it had a fleet of 71 container ships, which it provides to a variety of customers in Australia, Asia, Europe, and the United States. The company produces the most revenues from their Australia-Asia region, and the company was formerly known as Denaus Holdings Limited and changed its name to Denaus Corporation in October of 2005. Denaus Corporation was founded in 1963 and is based in Piraeus, Greece. So for our fundamental analysis today, we are going to be performing the select six analysis, taking a checklist approach of six standard financial metrics to look at to come to a holistic and beginning understanding of Denaus Corporation based off their business fundamentals. This analysis is still a work in progress and an opportunity to learn in public. It'll continue to improve and get better over time. So with that background and that disclaimer, let's get right into it. Starting off with the first metric on our list, we're looking for their average return on capital over the past five years to be above 14%. So there are two reasons for this. The first is that over the long run, over the course of decades, a stock is going to return approximately what its underlying business returns and those underlying business returns are captured here by return on capital. The second is that the average publicly listed company earns about a 7% return on capital. So by having this 14% threshold, we want our ideal businesses to be at least twice as good as average when it comes to their returns on capital. In the case of Denaus Corporation, while they've increased their return on capital over this time frame from about 6.5% in 2017 to now they're actually at 10.5%, they were doing just slightly above before the pandemic, even while the business was at its lows, and they've continued to keep doing better even past the global pandemic. In their case, they're earning only 8.4% returns on capital. So while that is slightly above average, that's going to be below this first metric we want. 
This is going to be an X to start off here with the Naus Corporation. The second metric we're looking for is total revenues, net income, and free cash flow growth over the last five years. This metric is going to be an all or nothing, meaning that either all three of these metrics have been increasing for a check, or even if one of them has not, this whole thing is going to be an X. This provides just a high-level overview of the company's financials and how they're bringing in cash. Over this time frame, they've grown revenues. They've also grown their net incomes quite dramatically. Their net income growth has come on the back of about a $580 million gain from asset sales in last year alone. So that's something that if this business piques your interest, you're going to want to learn more about. Those asset sales are only going to be a one-time occurrence. So right now, Denaus Corporation has a very low PE. That's primarily based off of these asset sales. So you'd want to understand more in depth what the company's planning to do there. Are they planning to sell off more assets? Do they have more assets to sell? What's management's approach going to be going forward? Both revenues and net incomes are up. However, when we get to their free cash flows, these are down over these five years. Their free cash flows have actually been cut in half. This is going to be an X here on our second metric. So, so far we are 0 for 2 to start off. The third metric we're looking at is earnings per share growth over the last five years. This builds off of metric number two, but is now taking into account shareholder dilution over this time frame. Again, because of these asset sales, this is more than 5x over this time frame. This is going to be our first check here on our third metric. Then metric number four, we're looking for free cash flow per share growth over the last five years. This is where we really get a glimpse at shareholder dilution. While their total free cash flows have been cut in half over this time frame, their free cash flows per share are down more than 85%. So in 2021, on a per share basis, which is what really counts for investors, Denels Corporation is only producing 15% of 2017's free cash flows. This is a bad sign here for long-term shareholders as it signals a real disconnect between their earnings and their cash flows on a per share basis. Over the long run, both of these metrics are pretty much going to even out with one another and be about the same. The reason this is bad is because when you purchase a share of stock, what you're really buying is a fractional ownership percentage in that business. So when a business is issuing new shares, and diluting existing shareholders, they're decreasing the percentage of the business's profits that you're going to be entitled to, which ultimately means that you're going to just have a lower ownership percentage in that business. So that's reflected here, especially by their cash flow per share metrics. So this is going to be an X. So far, we're only one for four on Denaus Corporation. Let's see what these other metrics have in store for us. So next up, metric number five, we're looking for their net debt, which is long and short-term liabilities minus cash and short-term cash equivalents, to be below their last five years of free cash flows. So free cash flows are cash from operations minus capital expenditures. They're the lifeblood of any business. A business's ability to produce free cash flows from now and until judgment day, discounted back by some reasonable interest rate, is ultimately what that business is going to be valued at. So a business can use free cash flows to pay dividends, pay down debt, make acquisitions, or reinvest back into the business. For this metric, we want to make sure that their debts are supported by the business's abilities to produce free cash flows. So over the last five years, Denaus Corporation has produced $699 million of free cash flow. And at the end of the most recent year, at this point in time, they had $786 million of debt. That's more net debt than their cash flow supported by a little under $90 million there. This is going to be an X on our fifth metric here. The business is overly levered based on their abilities to produce free cash flows. 
We want to avoid businesses that are overly levered. They're at the highest risk of failure or having other negative outcomes, especially during hard economic circumstances. This has been witnessed time and time again through a number of stock market crises. And the one that's most memorable in recent times has been the global financial crisis back in 2008, 2009. So you want to avoid overly levered businesses in general. So to recap where we stand right now, we have had a check on only one of these first five metrics with four X's on the other ones. Then for our sixth metric, we want them to have an average five-year free cash flow yield that's above 5% relative to their total enterprise value. Their total enterprise value gives us a valuation of what the company would potentially be worth based on their current valuation and their debt situation if the company was a private business. This 5% yield is gonna give us a starting point for a risk premium relative to the risk-free rate. All capital allocation is gonna be based off opportunity cost, so this gives us a starting point for an opportunity cost looking at Denaus Corporation. Over the last five years, Denaus Corporation produced $699 million of free cash flow. So this means that in an average year, they were producing $140 million of free cash flow a year. When we take their $140 million of average free cash flow a year and divide that by their total enterprise value of nearly $1.9 billion, that comes out to a 7.4% average five-year free cash flow yield to their enterprise value. So this is going to be a check here on our sixth metric. Denaus Corporation has a higher average free cash flow yield than what we were looking for. And so this is a strong sign based off their abilities to produce free cash flows. Keep in mind that this metric is about the business as a whole, as if you owned 100% of it, and that individual shareholders over this time frame and the percentage of their free cash flows that they're entitled to is actually down. That's something that's not always typical for a business like this. And so if you're interested in Denaus Corporation, it would be extremely helpful to do more due diligence and learn further about the business. Denaus Corporation operates in a highly cyclical industry, and we saw that through some of these metrics. The global shipping market is known for these chronic boom and bust cycles where things are excessively optimistic and there's a lot of investment going into it, and then conditions change and the industry is overly pessimistic. Part of the reason for this is that there's a potentially long lead time between when a company orders a ship compared to when that ship is actually able to be launched from a shipyard. So that can take up to two to three years in some cases, depending on the size of the vessel. So those are very basic ideas about the global shipping market that you can start with in your route to doing more research into becoming a true expert on both the global shipping market and Denaus Corporation specifically, if you're interested in this business. Then lastly, Denaus Corporation has started paying out dividends. So they paid out dividends both last year and this year. Here we're looking at their dividend profile to see whether the business's abilities to produce free cash flows are able to support this dividend or not. And while their cash flows per share have come down quite a bit over this time, relative to their dividends per share, the business is able to support these dividends. So that's a good sign if their dividend yield is part of your consideration for looking at this business. Currently, they're paying out more than a 3.5% dividend yield, which is about double what the market is currently. So in summary, for Denaus Corporation, we have checks on two out of these six metrics. They've produced a bunch of earnings over this time frame from some asset sales. However, they're earning just about average returns on capital. On a per share basis, they're only producing 15% of 2017's cash flows. The business is also overly levered based on their abilities to produce free cash flows. And while their earnings and revenues are up, their free cash flow is down. 
However, even with this situation, based off of the business's current total enterprise value, on the basis of their average free cash flows, the business still has about a 7.4% average free cash flow yield to their enterprise value. So that does give a premium to both the risk-free rate and that 5% metric we were looking for. So depending on your individual situation and your investing aims, that might make Denaus Corporation a business to consider. Please make sure you do your own homework here. This type of analysis is not financial advice and it is not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. Before making any sort of investment, it's important that you consult with the properly registered financial and legal professionals and that you do your own due diligence on a business. As a value investor, you want to come to understand a business inside and out as if you owned 100% of the business because if you purchase a stock, what you're really buying is a fractional ownership percentage of the business. So with that said, that's it for today's fundamental stock analysis of Denaus Corporation, ticker symbol DAC. If you enjoyed today's video, please be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel for more stock analysis videos, and comment down below what business you want me to take a look at next time. Thanks for learning about Denaus Corporation with me, and have a great day.